So, Corner Stoop fam, welcome to another edition of my Women's Empowerment. I have a special guest today. She goes by the name of Kiana Ship, correct? Yes, that's correct. Well, welcome to the Corner Stoop. It's a privilege and a, uh, a pleasure to have you here. Um, so, for my listeners, um, there's like, who is this woman? Tell us <laughs> so. Well, my name is Kiana. I'm 37 years old, um, and I work in the pharmaceutical industry. And I work in multiple departments, <laughs> but my main department is R&D, which is research and development. And we deal with uh, the new medicines when they come in, and we have to do testing and validation on them and submit uh, records to the DEA in the FDA. So the FDA and DEA? Yes. Wow. Wow. That, that's some big time stuff right there. <laughs> I, I know we talked a little bit because um, we're always on the Zoom with um, No Limit Larry early in the morning at 7.45 and um, you, you talk so soft a lot of times and I'm just like yeah, I, I see you got your little stocky cap on. Well, it's not like stocky cap, it's the um, hairnet. Oh, yeah. You'd be in the lab sometimes, and I'm like, all right, that, that's hot right there, but, you know, let, let's find out a little bit about more about Ms. Um, Ms. Ship. It's Ms. Ship, right? S-H-I-P-P. Yep, two Ps, yep. No ease, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> For all you people that are listening, y'all like, what? It's a it's something you if you want to find out, come to the No Limit Larry my, um Zoom room, 745 each morning, you'll find out. Yep. So um Miss Ship, um how did you get into um the the farm industry? Well, it was really on accident because <laughs> I went to school for criminal justice. I was on track to become an attorney, actually. So when I was in between jobs after internship at a law office, this lady I know, her name is Sonia, she was telling me that her job was hiring and just so happened it was the pharmaceutical job. So I was like, okay. I'm going to go in, I'm going to work this job for a little bit, and then I'm going to leave and go on back to my uh, my law stuff. Cut to 10 years later, I'm still in the pharmaceutical industry. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> right? <laughs> so um, you, you said that you went to school for criminal justice and was wanting to be a lawyer. Was that something that you always wanted to do? Yes, I did. Growing up, that's what I wanted to do. When I used to tell the kids, draw the pictures of what you want to be when you grow up, mine was always a lawyer or a judge. So the pharmaceutical industry caught me by total surprise. Okay, okay. So what enticed you? Like, what what kind of drew you to want to go into being a lawyer slash criminal justice field? I like to help people. I feel like that's my calling in life. 
is to help people any way that I can. And being that, you know, most African-American people don't really know the laws and things like that, that was what my main focus was on doing. Okay, okay. So the passion of helping. So I guess going over to the pharmaceutical situation kind of fit right in because you are... What what do you do exactly there? Let, let's get into that. I mean, not like I know you can only say so much, but right. what what do you what do you do in, in in the area that you're working in? Well, um, I'm I work in different departments, but most of the time, you know, we we actually make the medicine, and the medicine goes to different pharmacies like uh, Rite Aid and Walgreens and things like that. So I'm still helping people. Right. I'm helping them to stay well, and you know, um, help with because we make schizophrenia medicine. We do um, uh, blood pressure medicine. We do pain medicine, and then we have another site that do liquids. So they do all the cough medicine and stuff like that. <laughs> let me stop, let me stop. Dude, the way my allergies are, and I know a lot of people are like, oh my God, my allergies and and everything. We're like, why doesn't this medicine help but this does? But you know, that's another topic and another situation. Um, yeah, because di- different medicines affect different people, you know, different ways. Right, right. So, um, let's go back to um, the transition from going to college to working, and you beginning to work in this industry. What kind of challenges did you first um, encounter? Well, when I first got there, my job is dominant Asian people. That's who really works there. And as dominant Asian men. So being there, you know, I'm a black woman. They were looking at me like, "Ah, I really don't know about her. (laughs) But (laughs) I, you know, I kind of proved myself because I started from the bottom and I worked my way up. So I started off in packaging and I was just like, you know, a normal worker on the packaging line. And then I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to be here, then, you know, let's make the best of the situation. So I learned everything on the packaging line and then I became a lead in packaging. So I had, I was responsible for my own line and uh, people of seven or eight people. So I coordinated that line and ran that line and packaged the bottles up and shipped everything out. Then probably two, maybe two years after that, that's when I became quality. And then I started inspecting the tablets and making sure, you know, the right count was in the bottles and the bottles had the right labels and barcodes and numbers and stuff like that on it. Then I got interested in the manufacturing side. So I became quality in the on the manufacturing side. And so in the manufacturing side, they have the presses, the machines that actually press the capsules and stamp the capsules and um, well, capsules and tablets. So we do both of those. So I learned that stuff out there. And then from there, maybe a year or two later, I moved up 
and now I'm in the offices and I actually create the batch records that I was working on when I was impacting and in manufacturing. So now I create that stuff when I'm in uh, my offices. And then I also, like I said before, I'm in R&D. So I go in the lab and we test different medicines and, you know, we make sure it's okay to be ingested. So um, I want to go back to packaging. So in, in packaging, um, I know, like you say, you had to start from the bottom, now you're here. Right, right. <laughs> so um, whenever you started on packaging, um, and you, you was like, it was dominated by Asian men, did you feel like you got, um, what was the word I'm looking for? Did you feel like you was kind of, I'm not gonna say discriminated against, but yeah, let's go with discriminated against because one, you was a female and two, you know, being a black female. Well, see, I would say no, just because I'm used to hanging with Asian people. Right. My best friend, she's Laotian. And so that kind of gave me a heads up because I know a little bit of Laos. So when I went in, I'm already speaking to them, somebody, somebody, you know, telling them, hey, and that made them feel, you know, more comfortable. And they was like, oh, okay, you know, more willing to, you know, work with me. And you know, so that did help. Okay. All right. So you went in with a heads up and kind of did your background before you started and, and you felt comfortable, but whenever it was like promotion time did you ever get overlooked or did you like feel like you didn't get promoted or raised as your counter as like a male um perspective goes yes um that happened a couple of times um it took me maybe two or three times to become a lead right. because they did make other Asian people or even white people um, lead o over me. Mm -hmm. And then I just stuck with it and, you know, I kept speaking up and, you know, my work speaks for itself. So right. they keep me in that position forever because they seen that, you know, I knew what I was doing. Right. So right. like, okay, yeah, we, we have to move but We can't keep passing over it. <laughs> Yes, I, I'm a strong, phenomenal woman. That's what you said to him. Right. <laughs> I, I, I like that. I like that because um, I've noticed um, in a couple other interviews I've done, you know, the, the women were like, man, let me tell you, I was doing five times better than my counter, but just because he was a male, you know, they gave him the position, but they were giving me his work. So right. that I, yeah, yeah. So um, that still happens now, even though I have moved up and I've been there for a while. My actual boss that I report to is a white man as a manager, mm -hmm. and his boss is an Asian man from China. So, yeah, so I'm still dealing with it now. When I was in quality, though, I did have a black female boss, and it, were, it was more women in the quality field. But when I switched over, I was right back in with the men. It was a boys' club again. 
So how long did it take you from the time you took on the lead role of packaging to get to quality? Um, when I was the lead in packaging, I say maybe a year and a half, mm -hmm. maybe two years. And then I, uh, I switched because we do evaluations um, every year. And so I kept getting high remarks and high scores. And that's when uh, quality actually came to me and asked me was I willing to uh, switch departments and willing to train and everything. So I was like, sure, yes, let's do it. And so they trained me back there in packaging because they seen how you know familiar I was with everything, all the operations. Right, right. So she said, my work showed for itself. Quality came to me and was like, the ship, see you leading this line good. See you got this, this line booming. Got this open position and quality. So I, I think you'll be a good fit. Um, yep, basically. So in quality, you say that you had a female boss. I know yes. sometimes just having a female boss, though, you know, it, it, it's still like you're working for a man boss, like you don't get that fair treatment as well. Did you get that um, in the quality department, too? Like you had to start all over and, and put your toe in and, and climb into the water? Well, see, not with my boss, because my boss was actually a black female, and she came, she worked her way up, too. Mm -hmm. She was a chemist. She was in the lab, everything. She's been at the company longer than me. Okay. So, uh, so she already knew the struggles, so I felt like that's why she was more open, you know, to take me, like, under her wing right. and make sure everything was okay. Okay, okay. So, um... How many people work with y'all in quality? I know you say it was predominantly like a lot of women, but on the line, well, packaging, you said seven to eight people. Was that the same small number set in quality as well? Well, in packaging, um, it's three lines in packaging. So we had, it used to be two uh, quality people for each line because somebody would be at the back of the line and somebody would be at the front of the line so we would do that and then we changed company names and so when we changed company names some people left some people got laid off some people quit it was just different things so then it went to one quality person for each line and so i was still quality and i had to you know, basically make sure everybody on the line was in compliance. Right. And then when I moved to manufacturing, that was way more people. So, um, so, um, the, what's the difference from, so you had a quality job in manufacturing as well, or does manufacturing, yes. okay. So, um, in manufacturing, was that a you were still up underneath the same boss as well yes i was because okay. she's over all the whole quality everybody wow wow have you ever sat down and talked to her about like um how she may be getting treated as far as respect compared to you know because she is leading as you say in quality but 
you know, going to actual meetings, did she say like she felt like she got treated as equal or did she ever say that she felt like she got treated less than? Well, yeah, um, we've talked about it before and yeah, it's been times, it depends on the situation because like if it's something that they know that like she's an expert in, then yes, they'll listen to her. But if something that they feel like that they know best, then they do try to tell her what to do, even though she's the boss. Yeah, I I mean, sometimes us men, we we get the ego. We we feel like we we know more. (laughs) Right, and y'all should know that we women, we're normally right. (laughs) Look, I'm not gonna argue. I'm not gonna disperse that, but you know, sometimes, we feel like instead of going this way, sometimes y'all want to take a little detour and be like, going up and down. And we're like, no, straight line. So, I mean, I, I can see that happening because um, um, in several jobs that I had and also in the military, I've I seen how some of the females, they, they were able to lead especially being like captains and um majors and stuff but the respect factor that they got even from ncos which is non-commissioned officers was this trash i i it it made me sit to my stomach and i was just like hold on this woman earned her way so we should give her respect just because that's common courtesy Mm -hmm. But, yeah, that's you know. how it is, but most people don't think like that. And yeah. I already know how the military is. I come from a military family. Right. And I was like, no, if I was going to go to the military, I was going to do the Air Force. And I just wanted to fly the plane. That was the only thing I wanted to do. But then I was like, you know, I can just take flying lessons. I don't even have to go through that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the funny thing is, is majority of the people who fly planes are either in the, in the Navy or the Marines. Mm-hmm. So everybody that's thinks funny. Air Force, you're automatically up there in the air, but uh, I know that's what you think. Air, yeah. air. Yeah, yeah. In the military, we call them the chair forces because we knew like definitely what they did. But you know, uh-huh. to... <laughs> so on to um, the label and barcode. Um, where where did that fall up underneath? And and going from packaging to quality was the label and barcoding and quality as well yes that's in quality we had it's in packaging department okay they do the label and the barcoding but when i was in packaging um quality and packaging i had to inspect i had to make sure it had the right barcode number and it had the right label because sometimes the label is the same color and it's for a different product or it's the same color but it's a different strength so we have to make sure it matches because that has happened before they put the wrong labels on the bottles that sounds like tedious work like i would be like hold on you want me to go through all these little tiny bottles and make sure every label is the same and i know y'all push out probably what over two hundred thousand bottles a day but yeah, I know more. It, yeah, it depends. Like sometimes one order is a million. 
<laughs> man, shoot, no. I'd be like, look, today, y'all gonna fire me. <laughs> then we got some bottles. They the big, huge bottles, right. and they have five thousand tablets in them. And if we got a tablet counter, and it count all the tablets. If it's wrong two or three times, we have to manually count out every single tablet. <laughs> no, no, ma'am, no, ma'am, at all. Because that's you, you. You definitely got to have a good straight mind state. Because how many, how, how many times have you since you've been there in ten years? Have you ever had to count an individual bottle? Oh, it's been a few times. <laughs> Mm -hmm. it might not be be a 5,000 count but it's more than a 45 count (laughs) look I I could do like maybe 500 or less but whenever we get up there in like the thousands and man shoot no Mm -hmm. I just go sit down I get my tray and then I make different piles so I can get a little so you only have to do that one individual bottle. It's not like a whole. Yeah. Now, if it's the big ones, like the five thousand count, then yes, I'll just do that one bottle. Like if I keep getting a miscount, mm-hmm. I'll just do that one bottle. Now, if it's a smaller one, like a forty-five count or a ninety count or something, those come grouped up in six, six bottles together. So I have to count all six of those bottles. that's like you sit down at a puzzle and you're getting all the puzzle there and then that one piece is missing and you're like yeah where'd it go where'd it go yeah did I did I hold on I I gotta count this again nah bro Mm -hmm. (laughs) so um dang that that's deep that that is deep so let's go over to the office situation um going from the quality to the office how did you manage to make that jump um like i said i've been with the company for almost 10 years Uh, we've changed company names at least three times Mm. and i've been there every time right and so uh since you know like i said they see how i work and everything and i got asked to go into the, the department that i'm in now Man, this <laughs> up there kicking butt. Like, look, I'm here to do my work. I ain't even paying none of y'all no attention. If you got a grief towards me, then that's on you. But, yeah, they already know. Yeah, I get along. I get along with everybody. I'm nobody at work can bother me. You cannot get on my nerves. I'm here to work, and then afterwards, I'm going home. So if you feel some type of way, you just feel some type of way. I don't. It doesn't bother me. I'm going to do what I need to do, and then I'm going home. They yeah. don't write my paychecks, so they, I'm perfectly fine. So, um, in in your office situation, um, are you back into that? I'm not going to call it disparity, but the the fact that the male feels like he is more dominant than what you are like you know 
just disrespectful? Have you ever faced that in your office work? Well, you know, I don't I don't let them be disrespectful to me. If it's something that they say and they're trying to be disrespectful, I turn it back around. Cause yeah, you're not gonna do that. And this is not what we're gonna do today. This is not what we're here for. Tell me what I need to do so we can get it done and all that other stuff. You need to just let it go. See, how it, I, I like that mindset, but you know, a lot of women, you know, they, they get into that, oh my God, I'm about to scream. I'm about to, you know, flip out. How are you able to remain calm in, in those situations? Well, you know, everybody tells me I have the most patience of anybody that I've ever met. So I think that has part to do with it. It's just my personality because I am, I'm a very patient, uh, patient person. But yeah, once I'm upset, then yeah, I'm upset. But it, it just takes me a while though to get there. It does, it takes me a while. And they do, they make me mad on the job, but I don't let that stop me, you know, from doing my work. Because if I let my emotions take over, they'll be like, see, see, this is what I'm talking about with you women and all this. And I'm not gonna let them be able to do that with me. Yeah, I, I mean, I look, I'm one of the most patient like give you the shirt off my back type of situation person but mm -hmm. once i told you hey i'm feeling this type of way please talk to me like i'm a normal human being and don't disrespect me and you keep disrespecting me look <laughs> mm -hmm. my dad has told me you know over the years because i used to be one of those like why are you looking at me crazy? You got a problem? And now I'm just like that Kurt Franklin song, I smile, even though I, uh -huh. I smile. Yeah. And people be like, you're dangerous. And I'm like, why? They're like, because you're quiet. We don't never know what you're thinking. And they say the quiet people are the ones that whenever they explode, they explode. Yeah, people tell me that all the time. Have you got to that point almost at work one time? And if you have, how did you like diffuse yourself from blowing up? Um, I have, and it was when I was in packaging, actually. Um, it was at the beginning. It was it was an Asian guy that was back there, and he had a whole different line than mine. But he kept trying to come to my line and take my people and try to run my land for me and everything. So I politely went up to him and I told him, leave my people alone. If you need one of my people, you come and ask me for my people. Um, you know, you handle your line, I'll handle my line. If you don't feel like you can do that, then we can go talk to the boss. Do we need to go to HR? Like, what do you need to do to resolve this issue? But you're gonna leave me alone. That's what you're gonna do. <laughs> Look, if you would have said that to me, I would have been like, oh, this chick is crazy. So let me mind my business <laughs> and let me go over here and, and kind of, hey, I'm going to speak to you from a distance. Did did that mm -hmm. resonate with that, that individual? Did he like stop messing with your people? Yeah, he didn't do it no more. After that, that was it. <laughs> Woo. Jesus. 
is as well. That, that's the only thing I got to say because most people, you know, they would have flipped out and, and made a scene, but you was able to keep your composure. Um, yeah, because I only knew if I flipped out that wasn't going to solve anything. And that's beating into the angry black woman stereotype. So, yeah, I'm not going to give you that. That's not what you get. Exactly, exactly. So um, let's go back to the, the office situation. Um, you spoke on something about batching. Um, whenever you batching, what do you mean? Uh, well, I know you can't give like the definite what you do, but kind of give a synopsis of what you do as, as far as batching goes. Now, that's, that's what our paperwork is called. They're called batch records. Okay. And therefore, like, the batch like different like products like say i'm making one for a uh, blood pressure medicine so i have to put all the information on there like what's the count how was the count going to be in the bottle does the bottle take cotton or not does it take the little medical guides that go in it or not like what the actual tablet is supposed to look like the description um like the numbers we're supposed to be on the numbers our stamp that's on the back like that stuff that's the stuff that i make on the actual paperwork the batch record so if y'all messed that up then that yeah that's, we're yeah yeah the paperwork that i do it go it gets submitted to the fda oh. so the fda has to approve it and then it, then we can we get the okay to run it. So you with with the clearance clearance. That's what we call it, clearance clearance. Yes. Have, have you um, not you in particular, but has that issue ever came up where somebody didn't do it properly and a situation arose? Uh, yes, this happened before, or the FDA might just change their mind and be like, we don't want that on there, take that off. Oh, wow. And we'll have to go back through, all through the whole system, all over again, following everything, doing tests all over again, everything. They do pop-up visits to the site, just whatever, whatever they want, we have to do. Wow. Um yeah and you um have worked in the office for how long i've been in office maybe two maybe three years okay okay and your boss is a male yes have you ever bumped heads with him i told you i don't do that <laughs> i mean has he ever came in and like kind of try to talk down and belittle you he has, but you know, I check them politely when <laughs> stuff like that happens. <laughs> she said, I politely told you, sir, that today is not today. I'm trying mm -hmm. to live and go with God. So I'm going to need you to be with me and God today. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. Okay. I, I, I like that. I like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, that that's. I think you're one of the most patient people that I, I've came across my whole entire life. Because <laughs> some people, 
Whenever they get angry, oh, that head starts going and that boom, boom, boom. And it's just like, okay, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, see, now I say I say that for afterward. When I call my sister or my friends or something, and I'm like, girl, you won't believe the nonsense they were doing today at work. That's how that goes. I wait for afterwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I feel that too. I mean, especially once again going back to being a, a woman, and you know, I know how males can be, and they want to throw their weight around and be like, "Yeah, blah blah blah." You got blah blah blah, and you're like, "Hold on, bro. Uh, who you think you you talking to? Who over here?" Because <laughs> see, when I when I first started in the office. Um, my boss, he's, he's a white male, and he's a Republican, too, with that. Um, yes, yes. Um, and he was a big Trump supporter. So when I first came over there, he was he just came, he thought I was his secretary or something. He used to come over there and be like, can you make this copy? Can you do this? Can you scan this? Can you do this? And I was like, look, I was like, I will do this for you, but this is not my job description. Like, you know, I need to go back to doing the work that I actually need to do. Come over here and I will show you how to scan this and how to make these copies. So next time you can do it yourself. <laughs> he said, come walk with me and Jesus to the copy. <laughs> because right now I'm fighting between Jesus on one shoulder and Satan dancing on this shoulder because Satan is telling me that I need to blatantly cut you up and down and then be that angry black woman. But Jesus is like, my reward for you is greater mm-hmm. because you're, you're going to have. So I'm, I I know you got you get a lot of respect because um, once again, during the Zoom room, you know, people are like, you know, laughing and joking with you and, and being polite and talking instead of being like, why are you blah blah blah? <laughs> uh-huh. So that that speaks a lot of volumes, you know, as far as your you know respect goes from work. Um, the testing that goes on at work um, is that done on subjects, or do y'all have? I know you can't really discuss this either, but whenever you do the testings. You've seen your results to the FDA, and the FDA sends it back, whether it's good or bad. Is, is that how yeah. that works? Well, yeah, um, or we, uh, we'll send it to the lab, because uh, we have our own lab, and then the lab with the chemists and stuff in it, they have their own lab. So we'll do our testing in our lab, and then we send it to the other lab, and then if everything passes, we send those results to the FDA. Wow, that that that's deep. I didn't realize <clears throat> that here. Well, I mean, it, it sounds like tedious and strenuous work, but you know, I guess that's why these people went to college to do and, and understand these things. Have you ever been in the lab and seen like some of the? testing procedures that they go on in there yeah and i have no clue 
what they doing. But like you said, yeah, they went to school for that. That's above me. So, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever just wanted to step in and be like, so if I mix this chemical and this chemical and maybe this one, <laughs> what would it do? Have you ever... They'll be like, they'll be like get out, get out now. <laughs> Go blow up something. All of us go walk out and have a third eye or grow an extra like arm out the back because you done mm-hmm. mixed some chemicals that shouldn't have been mixed. <laughs> yeah, so they'll be like, leave, please leave. Exit this way. <laughs> yes, yes. See, that would be me. Cause I like to sit there and, and mix stuff. I guess it's from the military just because we went through a lot of stuff. So I would have been like, hmm. So if I take a little drop of chloride with a little drop of ammonia and some phosphate. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I just made a bomb. Um, please exit stage left. At the- yep. <laughs> it's they, they will put you out quickly. No, that whole place would be shut down because they'd be like, you mix those three chemicals. You wouldn't even get to mix the first one together before they tell you, sir, excuse me, sir, sir. I'd be like, look, I got this. I, I did this in the military, so I know what I'm doing. No, they going like, two. no, no, no. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I am so glad. Um that you being a phenomenal black woman, 37 years old, and with a criminal justice degree and holding the position that you're holding, because I think a lot of those positions, especially in the office area, it's kind of like you almost have to have that other type of degree to, to work in there. And these mm-hmm. people seeing your strength of understanding and working hard. <clears throat> and would you contribute that to the upbringing from your mom or your dad? Yeah, I'll say both of them. Cause you know, I- You hit mute. <laughs> I miss anything. I don't have any daddy issues. So, yeah. <laughs> I was raised in a good home. And like I said, they were both, um, my dad was in the military. My grandfather was in the military. So we had structure, you know, growing up. And it was always taught, you know, treat people with respect. The respect that you would want to be treated with, you know, treat people, you know, with that same kind of respect. So that's what I always try to do. Even if somebody is disrespectful towards me, I try and not to. I do have my petty moments because I, I, I do like being petty. But as long as I'm not at work, right. then they don't, they don't get the petty because I feel like that's not conducive to a work environment. You need to be a people person. You're not saying let people walk all over you, but you don't need to just jump to an attitude straight off. Because Ooh, hold on, awesome. say that again, say that again, because they, they need to hear this. They <laughs> Say that whole sentence over again. Yeah, it's, it's not conducive to a work environment to have attitude all the time, especially not from the beginning. Now, if, if somebody keeps continuously doing something to you, 
okay, maybe a little attitude, but maybe like 5%. Don't like take it overboard. Like, cause you're still at work. Yeah. So, you know, even if that person is in the wrong, the way you handle the situations show more about you than them. So yeah, you're not going to bring me out of my character. Look, I... <laughs> I, I tell you, I, I've been in that situation. I worked at a particular place or a couple places and they tried it. And I told them, I was like, look, you can try all you want to, but I first and foremost, this is my, my job. This is what pays my bills. So I'm I'm gonna remain calm and I'm gonna let you act out and, and look a fool. And people are gonna look at you like, this guy's like flipping on this other guy and that guy's just like, okay, uh-huh. Because that makes him mm-hmm. look worse, you know? Yeah. And mm-hmm. then the fact that one job, I was the minority and they wanted to bring out the angry black man and they couldn't. So they tried everything in their, in their mama to keep bringing that out, bringing that out. And I was like, look, first of all, if it wasn't for the sweet baby Jesus, <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. And a God Almighty in my prayer, my prayer closet, I would have shut that whole place down. But I know, like you said, you gotta remain calm, and you just gotta let people, whatever upsetness from home that they may bring into work, or you know, as yeah. I tell some of the kids that I train for basketball, you have to remain composed you know, at all mm-hmm. times, because some people look at you and be like, oh yeah, they're just angry. They they don't have any home training and, you know, so on and so forth. And you just gotta, what would you say? Now, I know some of my, my young ladies that I train are, are gonna listen to this. What would you say to, a young lady to that's being <clears throat> harassed and bullied and they're like kind of confused or, or back and forth on the reaction they should give. What what would you tell them? Just try to remain calm and it's always a boss over your boss. So if you need to go over your boss's head to handle the situation, that's what you need to do. Go to HR, talk to your HR rep and, you know, just try to resolve it without, you know, letting them take you there because that reflects more on you than them when you show up because, yeah, you might cuss them out and it might make you feel better, but then what? Then that gives them grounds they can fire you now because now you've been belligerent versus if you keep calm and let them be belligerent and then now you have now you have solid evidence to go back to get rid of them you can get rid of your problem well what if they say well hr don't listen to me and you know nobody listens to me would would you suggest trying to find another job or would you just suggest this continue to work and and try to work through that situation now if it's if it's really really bad then yeah no job is worth it then yeah go find you another job your peace of mind is always the best 
thing to go with. So if they're just stressing you out like that and you just can't take it, every day when you come in, you're just miserable, then yeah, go get another job. But if you feel like it's something that you can deal with, like I said, everybody has a boss. Go to the next person up the ladder. Send an email to corporate. Like we we got OSHA that I can report to if, uh, you know, somebody's not doing something right. You know, we're in America, Sue. (laughs) I know that's right. I know that's right. Because in in this day and time, with everything going on and the the disparities, you know, because I talked to a young lady and she was like, look, I'm just at my wits end. I don't want to leave this job, but, you know, I I don't want to put up with this job. And I'm like, so what do you want to do? And she's like, well, I want to start my own business, but I don't know how to start. And I'm like, have you done any research? Have you went and like kind of try to talk to someone in the area that you're looking into starting that business? Um, Another young lady that I did um, her interview with last Thursday, um, she had a little money saved up and she was like, you know what, I'm out. (laughs) And it was just like, she was like, man, I wish I would have done more research. I should have had more money saved up, you know, but sometimes we do things on the whim. And for you, it's more like, okay, okay, you done? You good? Mm-hmm. We, we finished? But other people, it's kind of hard to do that. Um, so the advice you would give them is just, just remain calm and just you just remain calm always take notes document everything when it comes to dealing especially if it's a boss document everything that goes on if you can record the conversations record the conversations just let them know that they're being recorded because it's against the law to record people without their knowledge so just let them know that they're being recorded record everything document everything so that way if something does happen you can be like no that's not what they said this is what they actually said and then if it comes to the point where you have to quit or leave or file a lawsuit then you have the evidence right there already because i'm i did i'm a planner i deal with facts and and evidence right. that's what i with. yeah so if i'm coming to you and i'm asking you a question i already know the answer right so that's why you have to do you have to be prepared you have to let you have to let them know like i'm not the one to play with but like i said you have to tell them in a nice way you have to be professional about it <laughs> I think some people they just have that that what what's the word I'm looking for? Even if they try to say it politely, it comes off as non polite. Does that make sense? Yeah, you just gotta learn how to choose your words. And then with me, my tone I think helps me a lot because I'm not a, a loud person at all. Already. <laughs> Already. So since I'm not a loud person, it's not gonna come off defensive. And then I smile and laugh a lot. I'll cuss you out and be laughing. So that's why, yeah, that that that's what helps. You need to watch your tone as well as your delivery, because right. your tone is very important as well. Um, when you you know when you're dealing with stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that's me. I already 
have that strong delivery. So sometimes before I speak, I have to go over it in my head. Because <laughs> uh-huh. I'm just like, I know it's about to be on and it's about to be popping. So therefore, um, I just try to bring my delivery into a man, uh, um, a way that I don't seem like a a a hole. Mm-hmm. you're gonna understand you're gonna respect me <laughs> and see and that's what i tell people with us being black people they already expect us to be combat combative they already expect us to have an attitude mm-hmm. they already expect that from us so don't give that to them sorry my dog um what i say a doggy yeah, order some food. So the food came. <laughs> Hold on one second. Okay. Okay. <sighs> she, she, Barts and everything like she's big, but in the grand scheme of, scheme of things, hold on. Okay, I'm sorry, but in the grand scheme of things, you come in the house and she want to lick you and make you pet her and rub her, and I'm like, you ain't that vicious. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they, that's how dogs do. They have to give the illusion. Yeah, they like they have to let you know. Yeah, and then they be like, "Ah, oh, you okay? You all right?" Right, right. <laughs> well, Miss Ship, I I appreciate the sit down talk. Um, and I'm sure that someone is is gonna, you know, listen to this and be like, "Okay, yeah, I I feel that. I feel the vibes, and you know." <clears throat> You gave a lot of inspiration, I feel, towards women, you know, especially in the workforce and um, the fact that, yes, you're going to experience some, you know, racism and disparities. So it's all about how you give it back on the positive end that people are going to start respecting you. And, you know, I, I, I do enjoy this conversation and I'm glad that we actually got to sit down and talk because I, I I got inspired myself. Like I started thinking, man, these people be trying me and I want to <laughs> flip out, but just, just kind of smile and just go on about your day because in the end, yeah, they're it, just a short they're just a short per- portion of your day, so yeah. don't let it mess up your whole day. Because they want to be crazy. Don't let their attitude affect yours. Right. And yeah, yeah if anybody if anybody wants to, you know, inbox me and need some advice, you already know they can inbox me on Instagram. My name is certified C-E-R-T-I-F-Y-D on Instagram. Okay, okay. So I, I like that. That's that's the thing that you know, mainly I've been trying to do the women's empowerment situation because sometimes, you know, we get the bad advice from our friends. So we need somebody else to, you know, kind of reach out to and, 
be like, okay, the devil told me this. So what 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 would you kind of go with? So, yeah, I'm I'm the person everybody calls when they're upset, and they'll be like. Do you think this is right, Kiki? Do you what you think about this? If you tell me I'm right, then I know that I'm right. <laughs> yeah, that I get that too. And then whenever you give them that advice, they're like, but this is that this doesn't sound. And I'm like, look, you asked me. And mm-hmm. I'm telling you. So if you don't want to hear this advice, then maybe you should go the other way then. <laughs> But like you don't have to take my advice. I'm just telling you what I think is best. Now you use your own discretion after I tell you. Right, right. Well, once again, we have Miss Kiana Kiki certified ship. <laughs> all, all of it, all of the above. <laughs> and we appreciate you joining us on the corner stoop and. Let me tell you, this has been a great inspiration to me. And um, I, I'm grateful that God let our paths cross because I feel like you can be not only an inspiration to some other females, but also males as well. Because this the advice about remaining calm and just not overthinking and not giving into, you know, the attitude. That, right. that that goes a long way. Yep. Well, I'm well, glad to be look. I'm glad to be help. <laughs> I appreciate it. So, Corner Stoop fam, once again, um, if you'd like to get in touch with Miss Ship um, on Instagram, it's certified C E R T I F Y D. And let me tell you, she she's a phenomenal woman, and I'm Thank I'm you, grateful. Stephanie. To, to have her on my show. I appreciate it. Yes, ma'am.